0: I am blessed that I am incredibly curious. I like, to, I like to explore what's possible. I like to push myself. I love to innovate. I love doing things that on paper make no sense and should be impossible.
1: How much more successful would you be if you had lunch once a week with insanely successful entrepreneurs who share their biggest secrets on how they think and achieve success? Grab your seat at the table. Because this is Business Lunch with Roland Frazier and Ryan Dice. Welcome
0: to another episode of Business Lunch. And today's a snackable episode with Roland where he's going to get into some more tactical strategies that you can start using to live a rich and happy life. If this is the first snackable episode you're hearing, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes that Roland has put out. And if you want to get notified every time we release a new episode, go to the new com website, and we'll send you detailed notes along with every episode. That's businesslunchpodcast.com, www.businesslunchpodcast.com, and you can sign up
1: for the free email newsletter where you'll be able to get all the highlights and resources from the episodes.
0: How are you? How is everyone? This is great. This is great. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Hopefully I say something important.
1: Well, <laughs> I want you guys to all imagine that these clear water bottles say prime and have your drink. You, he's got it. They, we, we were going to have them out here, but, uh, but had a chance to try that uh, backstage. It's actually pretty good. You liked it? Did you uh, have anything to do with the tasting and formulation of that?
0: Uh, yeah. 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 Almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell, me,
1: tell me about that. Uh,
0: uh, so, yeah, prime hydration. Uh, truthfully, this is probably the most promising fruit of my labor. Yeah? Uh, yeah. It, it is the quintessential thing that embodies everything I've built. Uh, Prime Hydration, it's a hydration beverage, and we, I mean, can I, can I brag a Tell little bit? Tell me the
1: backstory and brag. Absolutely. Yeah, fine. okay.
0: So, so we saw an, a, a hole in the market, in the hydration market, where... We knew that we could create a better for you, better tasting hydration beverage because we are disruptors. And when I say we, I'm referencing my partner, JJ, also known as KSI. He is the UK's biggest influencer, a phenomenal partner and boxer. Who, I was he saying,
1: not a bad boxer. Not a
0: bad boxer. He beat me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we fought twice and we came up with this idea and I didn't feel like doing it alone. I, I found that personally, amplification is, is, is something that really works well for me. And when I can find good partners that, and, and, and make a good product, and then obviously the marketing is built in, we kind of hit the, uh, the, the, the perfect, the perfect uh, trilogy of, of, of things to make what, what has become a, a pretty successful business. We're on track to sell 100 million bottles in our first year. Nice. Uh, in eight months, Prime now is uh, 1% market share Uh, in the hydration category so that means for every 100 bottles of hydration sold prime is one of them uh we aim to be at five percent by the end of next year and uh i'll say it i'll say it right here right now in january of 2023 we are also
1: going to attack the energy category got two trademarks i think that were applied for i saw that yes tell tell us a little bit about that you do your research Eh, you know (laughs) this guy is great and the questions you sent
0: me by the way are fantastic i appreciate the diligence that you've done today Oh, thanks uh and that's why i i I open with i hope i say something important because um you know i've done a decent amount of these i i i have a podcast called impulsive and I, i i talk man i talk can i swear absolutely I talk a lot of shit <laughs> I talk a lot of shit a lot of stuff that comes out of my mouth is you know it's uh, whatever but i hope today i can i can say something that um you know someone can take home or, or e- even that even that surprises me and that i haven't heard myself say
1: before that would be awesome and and what you've got here is a a very very cool bunch of intermediate to advanced marketers mm. and so some of the things that you open with even saying I saw a hole in the market and things like that yep. h- how you approach this will absolutely help everybody here so there's nothing there's no way you don't give these guys amazing value I hope so so, so let's start with that um, you talked about a hole in the market how did you see it what was it how are you addressing it yeah I mean uh, what you know what are what are our competitors
0: uh, body armor which is fairly new mm-hmm. um, but Going back even further, Gatorade, right? Yeah. Gatorade has been around forever. It's a legacy brand. and What's the percentage of market? Do you know? I do not know. I wonder. I okay. should. Uh, but they've just been around forever. And in my opinion, they're archaic. Mm-hmm. They, they are the prime hydration beverage currently. But also... 140 calories a bottle, 26 grams of sugar. A lot of sugar. We have 25 calories and 2 grams of sugar, and we taste immensely better. We are better for you and better tasting. BCAA's uh, 850 milligrams of electrolytes We're a phenomenal product with a story built into it. So there are going to be a few things I continue to harp on today. One, I already said the word, amplification. I love that word. I love what it implies. I love how. What does it mean to you? Compound, compounding. Okay. Like, like I, I, sh- yes, I am, a, I am an entity. I have built a thing. Cool. A lot of people have done that. But when you can, when you can partner with other people who, who do the same thing and amplify what you're doing, you know, it, I mean, it pays dividends. Like, the, the, the benefits are exponential. And the, the story is, 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 is truthfully birthed out of, out of, out of love. I mean, I know, I know it sounds weird, but JJ, my, my partner in the United Kingdom, and I fought each other twice. We beat each other up twice. I convinced myself at one point in my life that I hated this. guy. I was gonna ask,
1: did that start as a true, yeah. I don't really like one, you? It was, it was
0: 100% real. Okay. Like when you're getting in a ring with someone, you have to convince yourself a little bit that you don't, you don't like that part, uh-huh. you know? and, <laughs> and But we really didn't like each other. The dust had settled. He beat me in the fight by one point. I'll never forgive you, Jack Reese, for taking away two points. <laughs> you lost me that fight. But also, I'm not sure if I had won the fight against JJ, I'd be sitting on prime right now. I I took the L on the chin. And I had no problem giving JJ and telling JJ he was a better man that night. And I think he respected me enough to open the door for a conversation. Nice. Had a podcast, did a couple collabs. Realized I kind of liked the kid. And then I wondered what would happen if we did something together, if we launched a company, two enemies, like bitter rivals coming together out of a place of, hey, I respect you, and actually I kind of like you. Yeah. Like JJ is a friend now. Yeah. And great partner, great product, and again, the marketing is built in.
1: That is the trifecta. Partners, marketing, and product. So what, how do you guys, like are you both kind of, adding the same thing or do you have different responsibilities with respect to how you guys are approaching the business or how does that work? Um,
0: so, so, so he's based in the UK okay.
1: and, and that's where his value comes in.
0: He, he, he pretty much runs the UK, okay. especially internet culture. Like he's, he's the God over there. And I think, I think more so, like again, like me, he's a disruptor. Like when he does things, they're innovative, they're new, they make noise. And as someone who likes to think I do something similar, it takes a massive weight off my shoulders cuz i don't have to carry this company on my on my back alone. Yeah. He he works just as hard as i do, which is not easy. Yo, i work hard. I work really really hard. And 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 i've gotten better as i've gotten older at working smart as well. And just like everyone in this room, you know that the more the more you get out there, the more you do, the more you learn, you're going to get better. I'm 27 years old, dude, and I've I've, I've been doing internet content marketing, dis- disruptive stuff for almost a decade now, like nine years. Yeah. And I I, I can I can finally feel the, the the work that I've put in is 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 contributing to building something really impactful. Yeah. And that's important to me. That's awesome.
1: Tell us about the energy drink thing. How, how, how did that... Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: can't, I can't say too much, but um, uh, we found that with Prime, we are adding incremental dollars to the hydration category. When I say that, I mean, at the moment, anyway, we're not, we're not trying to compete with... You're
1: we're, not taking we're, away, you're, you're actually bingo. bringing
0: new people in. Bingo. Yeah. And that's what we found. When Prime has, you know, we passed Powerade... In target in sales that's awesome but power rate sales didn't drop we are bringing millennials and gen z people who didn't want to drink a gatorade on the daily because it is simply bad for you to a lifestyle beverage that's what we are we're a lifestyle beverage you can take this thing with you anywhere you go and um similarly we see a hole in the energy category and our partners again another word i'll keep harping on no energy like the back of their hand. Yep. They are the, uh, the creators and distributors of Alani. Alani knew the, uh, the, the, um, the caffeine beverage. And you know, you, you, you drink a Red Bull, it tastes okay. A lot, of, a lot of sugar, a lot of, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, mixed with vodka, yeah, yeah. it yeah. tastes okay. <laughs>
1: that, then you fix it. <laughs> it
0: yeah. tastes okay, but again, like, another thing I'll probably be harping on a lot, and I, and I, and I love this analogy, I love to be the buccaneer. The person who goes second. Yeah. Right? Pioneer and Buccaneer. Being yeah. a Pioneer is great. Uh-huh. But when the Pioneers came to America, they were riddled with famine, disease, war, like bad. They, yeah. got, they, got, they got killed off yeah. and, and were, you know, faced with a slew of, of issues they didn't know how to deal with. The Buccaneers did. They knew what to expect. They came in, surveyed the landscape, and then made decisions on what to do to, f- to fulfill their goals. I like seeing what the market is doing. I like seeing what our competitors are doing. My friends are doing, right? Yep. And then I wonder, and I ask myself, can I do that better? If the answer is yes, how can I do that better, right? And that's where you get smart. That's you, pretty you, cool.
1: You, yep. Uh, so if we were looking at the energy drinks, um, what do you feel is going to be better, you're going to be doing better there than where the market currently is? First off, yep.
0: there's 10 calories. Nice and zero sugar. Nice and it tastes phenomenal. Okay, I tasted it out of the can officially for the first time. I think two days ago. And I know I, I'm probably a little biased, maybe because it's my company, but it's 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 a phenomenal product, man. Like it's a really good product. And in the same vein as Prime, it is a better for you caffeinated
1: beverage that tastes better. So let's say that you uh, you talking about partners and you've you've got. JJ, right? Yep. When you're thinking about the other people that you're going to bring in to realize the vision that you guys have, yep. those are partners also, ideally? So, or? so it was the opposite. Okay. They had the
0: vision. Okay. They pitched me. I said, okay, I like where your head's at. What can we do with this? What can we make? Conceptualize a product. Let's, let's do a hydration beverage. Let's call it Prime. I drew this on a piece of paper one day and said, can you make the logo like this? Nice. They just made the logo exactly like that. That's cool. And then we pitched JJ and he liked it too. He saw the same thing we did. So, so, the, so the, the vision was a kernel that started with them and then became what is now, you know, a really blossoming uh,
1: young business that looks really promising. So when you're thinking about partnerships, do you prefer to be approached or do you prefer to kind of have an idea and then reach out? That's a great question. I have one or two. <laughs> you have a lot of great <laughs> questions. Um,
0: hmm. Because I've done both. Yeah. I will say, being approached by really adept people yeah. who already have their shit together yeah. was much easier. Yeah. You're know? no kidding, right? Dude, when I, I'm, I am a creative. I can spit a hundred ideas out a day The end most are bullshit, but there's going to be some good ones in there. <laughs> there's going to be some good ones in there. But... I have so many ideas. I am an ideator. Yeah. I am not an executor right. all the time, and I fall short in that category. So when I have someone who's, like, good at the thing that I want to do already, and they're pitching me, say less. Like, if I like the idea, it's organic, it fits, and I want to do
1: it, I'm in. That's awesome. How, how do you not get overwhelmed by all your ideas that you've got? <sighs> I smoke a lot of weed. That makes sense. Yeah. Slows it down. Smoke a lot
0: of weed. I like it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, you know what? I've gotten better at <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i've uh just just like i said before y- you get better at the thing you continue to practice yeah i've been doing this for nine years right i'm at a point where the the bad ideas don't make it out of my mouth
1: ah, okay great <laughs> nice
0: I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they'll sure. pop up. I'll, I'll, I'll play around with it in, here. Yeah, in my conscious, it. and, you know, well, like bury it. the bad ones. And Because, dude, I messed up a lot. Like, yeah. I, I fall short a lot, and I will continue to fall short. But there's, there's, there's so much value in failure.
1: You know what I'm saying? As long as you win more than you lose, you are a winner. And you can't win if you don't fail, right? Bingo. You can't. That's something to me that just because you said that, that's super, super important for everybody. How do you deal with that when you thought you did everything right? but something fails, something doesn't work out like you'd hoped it would. How do you keep, not let that get you down? Yeah. Not make that, make you afraid to do something else?
0: It's the education fund. Yeah. I got a lot of money put in the education fund. I have millions of dollars in an education fund that I have lost doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. But I've gotten gotten good at failing because I, I know how valuable it is. Yeah. I think there is so much power in having up as the only direction you can go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I totally do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, a- ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Can it get worse? Right. It probably could, but maybe yeah. it won't. Right. <laughs> but I have a but, good
1: imagination. I can think of how bad it, it, things It get.
0: could get pretty, pretty <laughs> bad. But still, like, I, I, I even um, not, not to, not to sound too pompous here, but I think, I think, like, why do, why do people pay attention to me? I think one reason is. I am not perfect by any means. And you've seen me not be perfect. Like, I make my mistakes in front of you. Behind the scenes, I'm kind of boring, dude. Like, I'm quiet, like, you see me backstage. I'm, I'm drinking Prime. Maybe I'll, like, get up and, like, yell or something sometimes. But, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty chill, you know? Uh-huh. But I, I, I've i failed, and people see that. And I've also done the opposite. I've won, and I've, I've looked around and gauged the landscape and asked myself, like, what can I do to improve? And I have the blessing of sitting here today with what I'd like to think is a pretty inspirational story arc. Yeah. Now, I have I've I've been through trauma. I've been through tragedy. I've survived it. I've weathered it. I've learned from it. I've come out on the other side. Yeah. And now I I I sit here comfortably. You yeah. know, and it it hasn't always been like that. Um but but man, I I I
1: I like having one direction to go. So so speaking of you've been doing this for 9 years. You've had Ridiculous success. Over a hundred million followers, I think, across all the different platforms. What is it that you do uniquely? You think that really drives so much interest in social for you? Or what? Are you, what is your approach when you're thinking about social that you yeah. think makes that?
0: I think. I think. It's based on what my interests are. Mm-hmm. Again, I. I I am, I am blessed that I am incredibly curious. I like, to, I like to explore what's possible. I like to push myself. I love to innovate. I love doing things that on paper make no sense and should be impossible. And there's hope in that. What impossible thing are you working on right now? Selling Prime for multiple billion acquisition.
1: Do you have a target? Five. Nice, that's awesome. You'll make it. I saw a guy on YouTube that said, this is why Logan Paul will be a billionaire. But you know what? It's, it's, I think that's great, but it's not like I, I have a, I have an interesting and kind of
0: fucked up relationship with money. Uh Um, and again, I say this with privilege, but I don't, I don't let it dictate my life. And I haven't always, which is why there's millions of dollars in the education fund. Like, like, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good at making money. I'm better at losing money, (laughs) (laughs) but I can see it flipping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Early twenties, trying stuff, putting money here and there, learn a little bit, see what works, see what doesn't. And you know, eventually again, you're going to be right more than you're wrong. And I've continually
1: made the right decisions and
0: hopefully keep making the right ones.
1: What's helped me with it is I call it I have a healthy disrespect for money. It's like it's great, but if that's the thing that you're after, it's just it's it's the wrong thing.
0: Bingo. Yeah. It's a
1: it's a pretty cool byproduct of the things that I love to do. Yeah. Exactly. So you did some training early on with uh, the Groundlings and what was it, the Upright Citizens Brigade for kind of comedy training. How was that helpful? to you in doing what you do, and would you recommend that other people kinda like do that to diversify themselves or get extra skills? How was it helpful? It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't.
0: Uh, take that with a grain of salt, but maybe there's, maybe there's something here. When I moved to Los Angeles, age 19, I wanted to be the biggest entertainer in the world. That was my goal. You had that goal, nice. That was my goal. I would, I would, I would in the morning and at night, Look at myself in the mirror and repeat it every night and every morning 10 times. Wow. I, I'm a lunatic. Like, I don't, I don't care who was at my house, whatever. I'm the guy talking to myself in the mirror saying, I will be the biggest entertainer in the world. I will be the biggest entertainer in the world. It's the only thing yeah, I want to do. did you just do that on your own or had you seen or read something that said I'm, that's I'm, helpful? I'm, I'm big into manifestation. Okay, good. I've been since I was 14. All right. Like, dude, when I was 14 years old, I would just, I would just write on a paper over and over and over again. I will be more successful than anyone I know. I will be more successful than anyone. I know. what does that mean? Yeah. I'm a 14 year old in Ohio. How does that manifest itself? <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> it worked. I, I I I understand the power of saying something, speaking into the universe, and then if you're willing to put in the work, I've seen it happen so many times. Like I, like, w- no one can tell me anything's impossible because I've I've done it, and I'm going to yeah. continue to do it. Um, what was what what was a uh, what was the question? I got away from it.
1: No idea. I never listened to that. No, 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 please, please, please. It was a good <laughs> question. No, I, I was just asking about the comedy training. The comedy did. training. Okay. Yeah. That was my goal. Yeah.
0: I thought that uh, traditional cinema was going to be my vehicle to get there. Okay. So I wanted to sharpen my blades. I wanted to become a great actor. I wanted to uh, uh, hone in my improv skills so I could, I could be funny on the fly. And so I, I, I attended these classes weekly for two, three years. Did you? Yeah, I put in a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money. These classes are expensive. You're in L.A., I'm going to the best teacher, getting private classes, auditioning, all these things. Turns out I don't have it. (laughs) I am not an actor. I'm not a comedian.
1: Not yet. You might find that you're. (laughs) Dude, it's one (laughs) of those things
0: I just don't think I have. Yeah. And I've since pivoted, but I tried. I really tried. Yeah, I, I, I practiced my skills and I tried to sharpen the blades for something that I thought I was going to do. But I was confident in enough I was confident enough with myself to admit that this might not be my thing, even though I thought for the last five years
1: it, it was. Did that change the goal that you had, or was yes. it OK? How yeah. did it change it?
0: I just didn't really care about it anymore. I, I thought to myself, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be the biggest entertainer in the world, or at least, at least not through, like that traditional
1: particular path.
0: Yeah, like, and then one night I'm fighting Floyd Mayweather, and I look around at a sold-out stadium in my Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, and you know millions of people are watching on TV, and I'm like, yo, I think at least for tonight. I might be one of the biggest entertainers on the planet. That's pretty cool. So in a weird roundabout way, I was able to check that box off, but it, forget about that for a second. I think the ability to, 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 to just be honest with yourself, be candid, be candid with people around you too. Yep. Like me and my friends have honest conversations, right? And especially with art as a creative in a creative world, it's hard to tell someone that this thing sucks. I didn't, I didn't resonate with that video. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like that photo. And obviously, everything's subjective, but some things aren't, dude. Some things suck. And like, you got to be honest with yourself. If your thing sucks, if you're not an actor, if you're a singer, and you can't sing, you need a homie to tell you that, yo. Like, pivot, <laughs> pivot. And I did. And I was. And I was. And I, you know, again, took the L on the chin, but I tried. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. And I was okay
1: with, 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 with falling short in that category. How do you know when it's the right time to say, this isn't the path, versus sticking it out and making something happen? Because I think a lot of people wrestle with that.
0: For sure. It's a great question. Uh, I asked Kevin O'Leary this when he came on my podcast. And um, he, gave a, he gave a number. I think he said, if your business isn't producing, like, What was it like? Five million in three years. It's time to pivot. Whatever it was was like he gave an answer that it was a tactical like metric you could track. Okay. Um, You know, it's it's a balance. How much do you love the thing you're doing? Right. I don't love acting. Okay. Okay. That's great. I don't love acting. Yeah. I don't even. I don't. I don't love improv. Why do you think I don't love it? Because it's not my thing. Yeah. I convinced myself it was my thing. Right. And then I had to look in the mirror and was like, "Mm, I'm. I'm not the Hollywood machine. Yeah, I'm a disruptor. Yeah. And I can do this because I have an iPhone. Right? There's So much power in this thing. Dude, yeah. when I was a kid, I, I had to work for two years before I could afford a video camera to post videos on this brand new platform called YouTube at age 10. That's awesome. Yeah. I threw two, two birthday parties, would, would snowblow uh, uh, driveways in the winter, mow lawns during the summer at age 10, trying to hustle. But now, like, yo, you... I just don't want to hear any excuses for people trying to trying to to make it on the internet. If you have
1: this, you can do anything with the with the content that you create because you've been creating a vast array of different content for a long time now, where do you find inspiration and how do you not run out of things to to create um it's a great question the the The, the honest answer is I don't know okay I don't know i i uh... are there like do you find in particular? that when you're thinking about something or you're in a particular state or a place or... It, it's because I do a lot,
0: because I love to live, yep. I, I use life as my inspiration. I, I, I do a lot. One of, one of my favorite quotes is, life is not short, you just have to do more. And in that, you will learn more about yourself, what you're good at, what you don't like, things that interest you. And in my business, if something interests me and I can craft a story around it, I know how to make media. I will, I will invite the audience on a journey of learning, on a journey of, of, of improvement, growth
1: of an arc. And apparently, it resonates. Do you think about the end result and then actually craft a story? You mentioned that around things. Do you find that that's kind of the way that you process that? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I'm super visual. I always, I always have been. Um, I, think, I think the one thing that I, I do believe I, I was, I was like gifted with was um, my ability, ability to see things that don't exist yet okay. and then turn them into reality. That's I cool. love directing, right? But, yeah. it, but it's, it's because I can, I can like literally see a scene before I shoot it and then just sh- like show myself what I want it to look like then make it happen. Um, and same with my life. I can see what that end goal looks like. I could, I could see myself across the, the ring from Floyd Mayweather the first time a manager suggested a fight. On paper, that made no sense, but I saw it. You know, reality just had to catch up. What was
1: your manager's idea? Yeah. Did they just not like you? Is that? What <laughs> you? <laughs> He's back there. You know what you should do? You should fight.
0: <laughs> no, he said, he said, he said, he uh, said, would you ever fight Floyd Mayweather? And I was like... <laughs> like <laughs> out of left. I was right? like, that's the dumbest question you've ever asked me why why would
1: uh, why would floyd fight me but like yeah sure i'd fight him june 6 2021 here we are how long did mm-hmm. it take from that first conversation until it hap- actually happened a while floyd yeah. is finicky yeah finicky okay. and tough to deal with and yeah. he's
0: smart he won't tell you when he's going to sign the contract really he'll bait you <laughs> until he thinks you're least expecting it and then you'll have six weeks to prepare for a fight against the greatest boxer on the planet. Ah. Lucky for me, I knew he did that, and I was training the training entire the time. time that it became a kernel of an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I, did, I did not wait. Yeah. I, I, was, I, 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 I bet on that situation happening because I saw it in my head, yeah. and I knew what it could do, and I knew it would make Floyd a lot of money, and it did, and he still hasn't paid me yet. In
1: full. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you've created so many different things. Logan Paul VS, Yeah, uh, you created and then you sold to Comcast. That's kind of dealing in a very, very different and sharky environment. How was that? What did you learn? Any takeaways? Yeah, not ideal. Logan Paul Versus was the show. Again, love
0: life, love to push myself, love to see what's possible. So I decided to wrestle a bear, do a demolition derby, Try to cook for the chefs on Top Chef, uh, slack line across a canyon, 300 feet high in the ground. Things I've never done before. So it was Logan Paul versus I put myself okay. in, a, in a scenario that humans shouldn't be doing. Right, Wilderness survival, just, just crazy stuff. Things that interest me. Yeah. But as soon as I gave it to a corporation, the magic was lost for me. What happened? What killed that? It became a production. It had a director. And it wasn't you. I'm the director. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, that had to be you. Oh, right? yeah. Like, it, and, and to this day, to this day, I think, that's, I think that show is, is, is a really good concept for someone like me, for someone who likes to do stuff, put themselves in, 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 in uh, uh, challenging circumstances and, and, and isn't afraid to just you know, be an idiot or be vulnerable or, or cry on camera. Like, but we, we put the traditional machine behind it, and it, it didn't work. So the message there is like I know this now you just you have to remain authentic you have to remain authentic to how you create
1: and who you are yeah that makes sense yeah what um do you have any strategy that you think of for like really connecting with your followers your audience and
0: it's hard yeah i'll be honest with you it's hard like i i I don't go out a lot but i i do try to connect with people who uh or even the slightest bit invested in what I do when I see them in the streets. And and you know what I do do? Well, I listen. Yeah. I listen, whether it's in person, whether it's reading comments, right? Uh, uh, you know, you have a lot of creators, like, they don't they don't let read the comments. I'm super open to feedback. Yeah. I love feedback. Yeah. And I consider feedback good and bad. Like, I don't care what it is because I've developed a really thick shell right now. Like, you know, if someone's comments, you know, Logan, you're so, you were so stupid this episode of Impulsive. I, I'll, you know, I'm not offended.
1: Yeah, was I being an idiot? Right. Like I'll consider it for a second. Right. Yeah,
0: I'd listen. And I what think, about
1: haters that aren't really giving legitimate feedback? that are just hating to hate. Um, I have a, I have a, I have a decent answer to this, and it's it's
0: gotten me out of a lot of mental trouble.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: Uh, you know, every, everyone I think deals with their own form of haters or critique, uh, negative feedback, whatever yep. you want to call it. Um, because I operate, I'd like to believe with a, with a backbone of logic, reason, rationality, like facts, truth. Yep. That's kind of, that's kind how of how I work my business. I will, I will genuinely consider what the hater is saying. Yeah. Right. Some of them have truth to it. And then I view that as an opportunity, opportunity to improve. That's great. You've said, again, okay, like, Logan, you, you talked way too much in this podcast. You inter- interrupted the guests. Like, you, you, you're, honestly, you're so fucking annoying. You're way too egotistical to be hosting a show. Like, <laughs> maybe they're right, uh-huh. you know? But maybe they're not. Maybe you've said something that is so just not even remotely true. To me, it's like telling me the sky is green. Okay. Okay, if someone comments on, on a YouTube video, yo, Logan, the sky is green. I know the sky's not green. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh I know I'm not dumb. So, like, everyone has an opinion, but is it true? And be honest with yourself. Again, be candid with yourself. Is there truth in what this person is saying? If you can look yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, there is absolutely zero truth in this, you should be unbothered. And that's the word. Unbothered. I love that word. Operate with that. Be unbothered. But also listen. Like... If it hurts, might be a little truth to it. Right. You might have to confront a demon you might not want to. Right. But that's okay. That's okay. I look forward to those opportunities. Please prove me wrong. Please correct me. Please help me be better. You know. But as far as haters go, man, a lot of it just it's it's noise.
1: Yeah, that's that's so true. What about um, WWE? What? Uh, <laughs> what's the appeal there? WWE, <laughs> man, oh, so cool.
0: Um, so cool. I. I I love the WWE. I am I'm excited that I get to attack another vertical. And I use the word attack yeah. intentionally with the fervor and the passion that I like, that I like to move at and operate at. Uh, and, and obviously, the WWE is, is a, if not the, one of the biggest media conglomerations in the world. They are incredible. They really are. And I am fully aware of... The opportunity they've given me to leverage what I've built to do what I want to do in the future. As long as I show up. As long as I put in the work. As long as I hit them five-star frog splashes off the top rope, (laughs) onto Miz, at the table on SummerSlam. Like, I live for moments like those. I I love, again, I love to disrupt. I love to push myself. And I love that when I watch my promos back and my wrestling... I know I can improve so much. That excites me. Yeah. I'm nowhere near I want to, where I want to be. I have so much room for growth, and that's cool. Like, I, 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 I see limitless potential in this specific vertical that I can be doing, um, God willing, if I stay healthy for, for a while. And they,
1: they, they, seem to, they seem to like what I'm, what I'm laying down. <laughs> it's working out pretty well. So you said it's going to help you get to where you want to be is that in that vertical or where you want to be generally? What, what's it going to help you do? Uh,
0: I mean, look, man. Although,
1: although the, the, the initial
0: goal has become less important, yeah. I'm an entertainer. Yeah. I love to entertain. I don't, I don't box because I want to be a boxer. I box because I love the sport and I want to entertain. Yeah. And WWE is the epitome of that. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. It is, is it? harder than boxing. Is it? Yeah, it's so hard. It's to, 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 to think about performing physically in, in, in an environment that makes no sense. Like, go, go, go to one WWE match and tell me if you understand what you're seeing. It is absurd. <laughs> the dedication, these people, the showmanship, the, 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 the physicality, it's wild. And it's one of the most well-oiled machines that I've ever been a part of. Um, but, I, man, I just love it. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Maverick Clothing. And I, I read something, I think it was an inter- or maybe it was an interview I saw, but you said uh, you hit a million dollars in a day, and then you hit the million dollars the next day, and the next day. Tell us a little bit about how you got into that. What do you see happening with that? What's your vision for it? Yeah, shout out Black Friday. <laughs> God
0: dang. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a good weekend for merchandise. That is a good uh, Circa 2017 <laughs> YouTube man uh we 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 hit we hit the merch wave on youtube uh and i even back then with the i still have little knowledge but especially back then with the little knowledge i had about building knew that i did not want to put my face on a shirt okay i wanted to make a brand the word maverick has resonated with me for my whole life so sure. it fits it fits yeah i do things different yeah and i attribute Damn near all my success besides to my father, shout out Greg Paul for the work ethic he, he instilled in me, but to the fact that I just, I do things differently. It's so easy to see what everyone else is doing and go, how can I be different? How, like what, what has not been done? And the Maverick is that. It's, it's, it's the independent unorthodox person that uh, a trailblazes and made it into a clothing company, had some success. We did $50 million my first year, nice. in revenue, which is absurd as a 22-year-old. No 22-year-old should should have that much money, and that's <laughs> where you know a lot of the money was lost uh-huh. in the education fund. Uh-huh. But uh, but it worked. My 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 hypothesis was correct. I
1: created a brand that resonated with people. And were it you is so easy about that. Like again? like when you were creating a brand that resonated with people, were you thinking that that was what you were trying to do, or were you trying to take your feelings about yourself and what you wanted? The clothing brand to embody about yourself
0: well both okay both i i, I believed in the message yeah. i still believe in the message okay. I, I got i just i just think it, i just think if you if you survey the landscape and 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 question yourself a little bit what can i do that i have not seen yet that is different it's really easy to break in yeah and on youtube at the time it was easy to break in because no no one no one had no one had attempted uh that's that, that's not that's not true there, there are a few. There are a handful of YouTubers who had attempted to make a brand out of merchandise, and some of them worked, and some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And again, we had a, we had a good product, a marketing machine, machine, machine. Every single day, daily vlogging, in your face, uh, p- kids coming home, watching me, almost, almost, uh, you know, like a ritual. And they paid attention, and 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 they they bought into what I was selling because I really
1: believed it, and I still do. What's your vision for that?
0: I am, on a, I am on a mission to explore what is possible in life. I like to believe that I embody possibility, the essence of That's possibility. Pretty great. That's my goal. I, wa- I, want, I want to do things, again, that on paper should not happen. I think that's amazing. I think it's. I think. It, I, I think it can be inspirational for a lot of folks out there. And the more I continue to do that, I think the message of, of of being a maverick, of doing it different, of of believing in yourself, of not not following the traditional path, will will become a model of success for a
1: lot of people. That's really cool. Tell us about. Uh, you've got uh, ninety nine originals. And you've been kind of playing around with crypto. What are your, but there have been challenges in volatility. What's your current feeling about it and how is the 99 Originals uh, play into that?
0: So, a two part question. Uh, You know, current feeling about crypto, damn. (laughs) 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 Damn, I wish I would have bought some more (laughs) (laughs) ETH way back then. Uh, But, I, I, I believe in crypto. I, I, think it's, I think it's really cool. And I think it'll, it'll uh, make its mark somehow and fit nicely in society. Um, but yeah, 99 Originals. I mean, bro, I could talk about this all day. This was, well, tell this, us
1: about it. So For anybody who doesn't know, let's get kind of an overview and then... 99 Originals. Okay. I had just fought
0: Floyd Mayweather. I didn't really know what to do. I had a what now. So I partied for six months. Like straight, like yeah. I I went hard. I was like I just fought Floyd, like and and, and, and worked lived. and lived. <laughs> I lived, <laughs> so I was gonna live. And about three months into this this uh, like like pure pure degenerate behavior, I had a creative like light beamed into my head, and I I, I in in three days conceptualized an idea that I believed could become my magnum opus. And it was called 99 Originals. So basically, I took a Polaroid camera. I traveled around the world in 99 days. I traveled 84,000 miles. Oh, wow. I took over 4,000 Polaroids. I spent $10,000 in film alone. And I would try to take and capture moments of the most significant, coolest, artsy, aesthetic things I could find. I selected 99 final images at the end to mint as NFTs and auction off one-by-one Daily over the period of 99 days on originals.com. Yep. The buyer of the NFT gets the physical one of one Polaroid. Yep. Here's where it's gonna get a little complicated, but bear with me. If you buy an original, you are a member of the originals DAO. Half of the money that is made selling uh, the originals, half goes to me, half goes into what we call the community treasury. Okay. So if you have an original, you're a member of the DAO, the a decentralized autonomous yep. organization, and you can contribute and decide what the community does with the money. Essentially building what I call the future of community, or or I hope yep. to become the future of community. Um, and, and, and I mean, t- truthfully, one of my proudest projects. I am, I am humbled by how well it was received i have never gotten better feedback on a single piece of content i posted ever it's pretty cool it's it's amazing man like i it, again new vertical dog photography yeah i just bought Floyd mayweather and the next thing i wanted to do was take pictures <laughs> like but i loved it and then i had a flashback to when i was eight years old and and the first thing I did before I bought the video camera was use a digital camera. Yeah. Before that, it was a Polaroid. And so, again, I, and I'm so blessed and I'm so grateful. I don't, I'm not religious, but I pray every day. And I don't ask for anything. I just say how grateful I am because I'm overwhelmed with gratitude in this life and I don't know what to do other than just like ex- express that. But I'm getting to do things that I have been interested in my whole life. I'm inherently curious, like I said. I'm, 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 I'm I, I have this, 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 the zest for life, and I'm I'm getting to do things now that I've always wanted to do, and it's so it's fun, man. Is there anything on the bucket
1: list of? Uh... I have I have a bucket list. Yeah. And do to <laughs> yeah. share
0: a little? A... What,
1: you want you want to? Absolutely. <laughs> you guys
0: want to hear my bucket list? <laughs> There's some odd ones on here, man. Yeah. All right. I want to hear those. Those are fun. Uh, uh, find a pearl. Nice. Uh, hit someone in the face with a frying pan. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I don't know, just like, you know, right. like Tom yeah. and Jerry type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ride an ostrich. Nice. Uh, do an MMA fight. Fight at Madison Square Garden. Sail to the Galapagos. That's
1: uh, a beautiful place. I had
0: this jump from the top rope in WrestleMania. Like... Got that one. That that ended up happening. Skydiving, uh, skydiving into my ranch with my boys. Uh, fight an adolescent big cat. All right. <laughs> I told you they're odd. But like... I like that. <laughs> you know... I, I like to do stuff, dude. Yeah. I like to, like to do, like, what am I going to find out about myself when I'm fighting that adolescent big cat? That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, you, <know?
1: laughs> you never know. You never know. Now, uh, are you doing any brand deals? Because you've got a lot of things that you're doing yourself, which to me is, is the brilliant model for any creator or influencer these days. Are you doing any brand deals with people that have other brands where you're more a spokesperson or is it only equity things that you own parts of? Rarely.
0: Yeah? Rarely. If something makes sense and it's something that, I don't believe I can build myself because of wh- whatever complications, and it's organic, and the deal makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll
0: consider it. Okay. But you're right. I, I prefer to build.
1: How would the deal have make sense? That's what I, I have a hard time with that. Like, yeah, it'd have, it'd have to be a lot though, right? Yeah. 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 Example. Or or something you had no maybe no direct interest in doing yourself or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, okay, uh, I I I'm an ambassador for the Barstool Sportsbook. Okay. Big
0: Barstool guy. I love Barstool and. Um, they came to me with an, uh, with a deal for the sports book, and it, it made sense. it was a healthy deal and yeah. again I, I I am in bed with them already and i'm i 'm actively talking about sports and, and and I like gambling myself and so yeah, I thought that was organic and I thought it made sense um, so I took it okay and and, and i I have a deal uh, coming up with sandbox the um, the metaverse that I, again I, th- I think made sense and i'm i 'm in the NFT land and crypto world and Thought, yeah, we can activate and I can make an impact and, and be a good partner for them.
1: Nice. And in the podcast space, you've got Impulsive. You've got all kinds of cool things going on there. Yep. What do you feel is happening there? Where is it going?
0: In the podcast space? Yeah.
1: Can I tell you where I hope it's going? I would love for you. So we can you. get acquired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Impulsive, my podcast, is uh, it, it, it's really a show. We're, we're visual guys. Me and my, my two co-hosts, who are also my best friends. And we are primarily on YouTube, we're syndicated across all platforms, but I hope podcast is going to have a healthy crossroads with with where where video sort of becomes synonymous with with audio podcasts, Um, because that's where we thrive. And I'm. Cognizant that it is incredibly hard to break into podcasts now, this was another thing where I think we got lucky. We did something really early, yeah, caught some steam got some got some traction, but it's another space where it's just hard to make waves and i I also think there's so much there's so much value in 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 the podcast listeners you know these people are they're 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 high quality it's a high quality audience they they will listen to you and your friends talk yep. for hours on end it becomes again almost like a ritual, um, every week they carve out some time to watch you. And I, I, I consider it the spine of my operation. Yeah. Always on every single week, 345 episodes deep and I can stay topical, talk about things that are important to me, invite guests on. We've had some of the coolest guests in the world on, um, yesterday we had Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, Rob Deerdeck. the day before that Gabriel Iglesias, fluffy, Mm -hmm. um, we have Shaq this weekend live in Shaq Vegas, awesome. and, and, then, and then David Blaine. The, like, like, we just get to talk to the coolest people, and I am fortunate that they want to sit down and have conversations with us that, similarly
1: to this, I hope when people watch, they can have you know, one takeaway. Right. Is, um, and are you picking the guests yourself, or do you have kind of a... The, so, we have a team that yeah. will suggest, but the general rule is I, I have to be intrigued,
0: by the guests. Like, yeah. you, could, you could be doing the coolest thing in the world, but, like, if I'm not interested in it, yeah. it's going to be difficult for me to have a, a, a conversation. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, at this point, man, we, we could talk to a, a fucking wall, right. to be honest with you, <laughs> especially with Mike. For those of you who know Mike, the guy can talk. <laughs> the guy can talk! <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. I'll be doing Impulsive for a very long
1: time. That's really cool. Now, you did mention getting acquired. So, are you thinking about exits with all the things that you do like when you get into something or when you're running a business or like does that play into it at all
0: it's funny you're asking me that at a really interesting point in my life really dude i've never been acquired ah think about it i don't know what that's like all right so am i thinking about exits i guess because because i was told you're supposed like not supposed to but like i can see it on the horizon yeah i could see it happening but i don't know what it's like i don't know what that feeling is so I don't know. I I am doing this stuff because I love it. And in the same way that, that money happens to be a byproduct of the thing that I love, I'm I'm doing these things that I love and I'm sure something will happen eventually where I can be like, oh cool. Like Prime just sold for five billion dollars. Right. Wow. We were on we were on top of the bus in the United Kingdom when we were launching Prime. And it was me, Mike, JG was there, like like just our friend group, our managers, our team, the people building this thing. And Mike said to me, he goes, yo, fuck the acquisition. This is what it's all about. When we are just on top of this bus, launching a product in the United Kingdom, like, it's fun. Yeah it's fun so while it is it's idealistic it's something to look forward to and like we'd all love it to happen like i'm enjoying the time right now and i'm making sure to savor these moments of 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 being here talking on stage about a product that was did not exist in december 31st 2021 and now again one percent market share in hydration category like it's cool it's it's fun
1: um we got to we had richard branson here a couple of years ago and he was talking about how when he launched virgin Cola that the other cola folks were playing really, really dirty and ultimately kind of pushed him out. Have you experienced any of that kind of thing as you've gone to market with this? Not from the big dogs. Okay. We've had a, co- we've had a couple of, uh, uh, copycats. Yeah.
0: They got a, uh, a pretty strong cease and desist letter yeah. and pulled their product from retail immediately. They did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were called King. They looked exactly like this, (laughs) like they ripped us, and uh, so so they're done. But no, no, we haven't we haven't been we haven't been like bullied or like approached per se because like the fighter coming out of me will tell you like there you cannot stop us. Yeah, good good luck. Yeah, I I know how powerful I am and my entity and what I bring to the table, and I know how powerful my partner JJ is, and together like again, fighter coming out of me. i I just i just don't see how
1: you know we're gonna be affected by the old dogs i like it there's a new sheriff in town so if you were um if you with all that you know now gonna you have to follow this because because it's not going to be articulated well but if knowing everything that you know now you were back to your 14 year old self starting from scratch with nothing what platforms and approaches might you take tick
0: tock nice swear TikTok's algorithm is so good for discoverability. Like, it's almost too easy. Yeah. Again, you got iPhones now, dude. I was using editing program before Windows Movie Maker, if you know what that, like, I'm talking way back. It is so easy to create content now and post it, edit it on your phone and post it. Like, you don't have to do the memory card and have the little, like, uh 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 thing to connect it to the computer so you can upload your foot like it's all
1: here and so again you have the resources and tiktok is the way to go for now and so if somebody is thinking i want to do it i want to do it but i'm afraid because i don't like look at myself on video or i'm afraid that i'll get laughed at or whatever what advice would you give them
0: you will get laughed at (laughs) you will get laughed at plan on everyone around you thinking you're absolutely fucking insane and guess
1: what you are and <laughs> that's why it's going to work i like it do you yeah. follow any particular resources or trend reporting things or something um, like that you know a lot a lot, of, a lot of my peers in this space are are really big into analytics
0: and i, I am too but i prefer to lead with uh substance yeah i'm a storyteller yep. i i believe if i'm telling a good story and again i've gotten better at it i i was shit dude like you could, up until even now, even now, like i don 't know like yeah, I think I'm okay, but some things I put out like just don't resonate, and some do, and i 'm going to continue to get better, but i don't know uh, i think I think I think chasing numbers could turn you into something that you're not sure, and that's happened to me before, and okay. i've saw how i've seen how dangerous that can be, and so I stay away from that, and I try to stay true to myself, who I am what what do I want to say what do i what do I want to do uh, uh to resonate with people and then attack full force
1: have you done anything like are there any resources that have helped with your crafting the story like george lucas with the hero of with a thousand faces he said that kind of helped him with the whole star wars thing is there any resource like that that you particularly like
0: i'll be honest with you not really okay not really my my team you know i i I have a, a videographer who is incredible. Kevin, he's out here somewhere. I think he's probably shooting me right now and I don't even know it. That's how good he is. (laughs) Where are you, Kevin? I, 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 I have amazing editors, amazing manager. Like those are my resources. What is the ideal team? Uh, I prefer to stay skinny. I like, like we, we are fairly lean for the type of operation we're, we're running. My brother's the opposite. Yep. Walk into my house. I I'm with my boxing coach and Kevin. Okay. Jake, my brother has, uh, 15 people around him and, and everyone does it differently. But personally, I like to stay lean. I just, I don't uh, extra bodies, extra weight that doesn't add significantly to what we're trying to do is, yep. is I think unnecessary. Okay. Are there any tools that you like? To yeah. You see create? this thing on the back of my phone? <laughs> it's called a fly grip. This fly is grip? not a, this is not a brand deal. In fact, this was the first brand deal I ever did as a 19-year-old on Vine. Really? Flygrip paid me $2,000 nice. to do a six-second video. Something I was already doing. I was making six-second right. videos. So now you're going to pay me? All right. I have to do is use your product? Sweet. <sighs> Eight years later, I'm still using it. And back then, I asked for 10% of the company, and they said no. Uh-huh. And I don't know how they're doing now, but I still use their product to this day. And as silly as it sounds like... The ability to be nimble with my phone and do all this aids immensely. And, again, not to get too tactical, but, like, you have the resources. iMovie on iPhone. If you want to make a video, you can do anything
1: you want in that program and post it immediately. What are, um, what are some of the things that uh, that you haven't been asked yet by me or other people that you really wish somebody would ask you?
0: Oh, God. You're the interviewer, dude. I
1: know. Let's just try to get you, you to do You want me to job. interview myself? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yikes. Um,
1: can I ask you a question? Absolutely. What makes you happy? Really, it's, uh, it's being able to share with other people. This, to me, like, I like people. So I get energized. It does not take anything out of me. It actually gives me energy. So the ability to interact and share. You're an extrovert? Things. Uh, I'm not. You're an introvert who likes people. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like to be out. Like, I like people, but I just as soon not have to talk to any of them. Okay, but still be able to share and help. (laughs) A good talker that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not like at a at a party. I'm definitely not going out going. You know, hey, it's great to meet you. You know, I'm kind of in the Uh, corner and you know, but I'm happy to talk. Yeah,
0: Um, man. I I think. I think as I. Continue to get older. I'm often asking myself, and maybe this is the question that I'm going to ask myself, I guess, what's happening here, (laughs) is uh, why? Why am I doing this? What what am I doing it for? See, now I'll do my job. So why are you doing this? (laughs) (laughs) I want to be significant. What does that mean? I want to leave this planet feeling like I made an impact. That's important to me. Mm -hmm. And recently I've become. I can feel this. I can feel this, this. Fire that's been ignited in my brain for leaving behind a generational legacy. And that doesn't just include the things that I'm doing. I, I think they're cool. and, And who knows how long the things that I am doing and will continue to do will be remembered. Sure. But the idea of being a father to humans who will become the future of this planet and being a good father who who raises you know respectful uh, 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 useful um, beneficial members of society is important to me i i I think that's an amazing responsibility that I'm really excited to attack because like, yes, I'm doing some stuff, but how much cooler would it be if I've used what I've learned in my life to create another human who can continue to, 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 to build or chase their own passions and do what they want and make this world a better place? And if I do my job right as a father, he'll do the same with his kid. And creating a lineage of, of, just, of just good, good people, good, impactful people who make a difference in this world is important to me. And I'd like, I'd like to do
1: that. How will you know if you achieve the significance that you want to achieve?
0: Hmm. I think, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm really grateful to say I've, I am, I am personally fulfilled. Yeah. My goals are checked. That night that I fought Floyd, dude, that was a big, that was it. That, I, that, I swear, that was it. Everything that happens now is just a bonus. And I think that's why I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. Like, it was muddy. It was muddy at one point in my life. Made it out. Looked around, okay, I've, I've survived. Now what? And then started, started doing things and, 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 and believing in myself. And, you know, next thing you know, we're, we're, we're doing these things that it's just, that seemed impossible. And I, I think I've, I think I've done it. Like I, I'm not afraid to say. It. Like I, am I'm, I'm, I'm living
1: life now and doing what I do because I love it. That's awesome. And last question for you today. From a philanthropy standpoint, giving back. What is your, what are your thoughts and your plan on that? What, what are you doing now?
0: I love this question. Uh, have you read the book The Second Mountain? I have not. Me either.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: But, <laughs> but if I had, <laughs> but if I had, <laughs> I, uh, I hate reading. I hate reading. I do not read. I don't even listen to audiobooks, but this book, The Second Mountain, <laughs> you should read it. It's the one. Evidently, after <laughs> you are done climbing your first mountain, the yeah. one of personal uh, fulfillment and whatever, achieving the goals that you want to do, you approach your second mountain. Yep. And it is that of service. I am looking forward to using what I've learned to be useful for the world. And you mentioned ph- philanthropy, and I've, 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 again, as I'm growing slowly into a mature adult, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm finding and and figuring out which one I want to attack. Yeah. Because I'm going to attack one yeah. one day. It's Is an article, right? Or multiple? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And not not a philanthropy per se, but I want to reform education. Sure. I I looked at all the different philanthropies and, and charitable organizations and verticals in the space, and one of them was education. Mm-hmm. And I looked and saw an archaic system and it's archaic. It is. And I believe that if you reform the education system, teach the youth of the future the right way, empower them, teach them to believe and love as well. Love thy neighbor. We can create a generation that is gonna reverse all the wrongdoings that you know the people before us and even our generation is 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 currently dealing with. Yep. And as a person who likes to, again, attack, I, I, I think it, again education is it's a it's a root it's a root and the, the tree has been birthed but we can change it we can we can we can make this a, a beautiful big old redwood right this, if i plant a seed god knows what type of redwood's going to grow from that seed years from now if i do it right Do you have thoughts about what you see happening there i i do i i, I do i'll i'll answer the question but i don't know if this is it sure but um I want to. I think I want to empower. I think I want to empower young people who who seem to be interested in a certain thing at a very early age. Okay. I again, I say this uh, with privilege. Get to do the things that I loved at age seven. Not everyone gets to do that. Right. But. As a child, as the blank canvas, my interests were very specific and they have not changed two decades later. There's something important in that, right? You see a six-year-old who's counting tiles on the floor in the bathroom. Maybe this guy likes math. Maybe there's something he can do there. And, right. and you know, who, who knows what's going to happen in his life or what direction he's going to be pushed. But let's, let's, let's hone in on a student's inherent gifts and, and amplify the shit out of them. That's awesome. I think you, if, if, if you create some really powerful people in that vertical, almost like, cre- like creating a, a future wave of geniuses in their own regards, we can
1: work together in a, in a really balanced way. That's really cool. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us today. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Give him a hand. free. Just visit businesslunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my Epic investing training right now while it's available. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you wanna double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why